0: This is Envision Self-Healing Podcast, episode number 42. Hi, I'm Will Fuller. And I'm Richard Miller. And we are the co-creators of EnvisionSelfHealing.com and
1: are dedicated in helping you improve your eyesight and quality of life by taking healing into your own hands. The topic of the week this week is overcoming barriers to natural vision improvement, part three. And in the question of the week, we have a question from YouTube that asks: Will working at the computer for long hours affect my vision in the long run and in the short run?
0: So, Richard, how has the world of self
1: healing been treating you this week? Well, I've been doing a, a lot of palm. It's been dark. And rainy in San Francisco, as you well know. So mm-hmm. I've been doing much more palming lately and uh, some head rotations. So, But my exercise has been going well. Um, I had two observations this week. Okay. Uh, the first was actually related to, you know, when we do these podcasts, come up with these topics, they obviously still affect us. Sometimes they actually come out of our experience. And in this way, it was sort of uh, got me thinking about. Uh, and our last podcast was about perfectionism and... Um, procrastination procrastination (laughs) your brain was procrastinating I didn't want to think about it exactly yeah um which i brought up so as they were i put them on the list so it's no surprise that they're important to me (laughs) but um i found out one further uh sort of development at least on my part i'm not sure this is everyone's part but Mm -hmm. so it's just a further development of my i have this pattern basically of being perfectionistic which um you know, I developed over a lifetime, basically. And now, so I'm putting perfectionism on self-improvement, vision improvement as okay. well. So that becomes a barrier in the sense that I set too high standards or, you know, if I don't do it perfectly or if I don't do the the right amount, then I sort of beat myself up about it. Mm-hmm. And that's a barrier unto itself. But the further barrier that, that developed that, that I became aware of this week and this to me this is like becoming aware of patterns of behavior or there's sort of like a whole their habit patterns their emotional patterns uh that kind of get in your way and the further one was okay so now i set myself up as this perfect perfect uh practitioner of vision improvement or something like that mm mm-hmm. and of course i'm not but um <laughs> i don't know yeah <laughs> well anyway so i set this up as the model for myself sort of like this rigid pattern of who I am. Mm -hmm. And then lo and behold, I rebel against that. Hmm. So like I'm even the one setting up this, this image of who I am. This is, this is who I should be. And even though I'm the one who set it up, I, I rebel against Hmm. it.
0: So you're the, you're the father and the rebellious child. Exactly. Simultaneously. Yeah, that's good actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, that's some, a pattern I have to be aware of and have to be careful not to set my, it's just a consequence of being too rigid about and too perfectionistic about okay. uh, who I want to be. So it's just a pattern I noticed that sabotages me even more uh, than even the, the perfectionism. So. so do you think you might run the risk of
0: not setting goals at all mm-hmm. or not try at all so that you don't rebel against your own perfection?
1: Yeah, I think there is a risk of that, but see, you're you're probably on the other side of the spectrum for me, so you probably can't relate to this as well. Mm-hmm. That you're very good at setting up goals and being disciplined about that and, and treating it as a, posit- a totally positive thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, I have to sort of dance around that. I have to sort of uh, make sure I don't push that button too. You know, so it's 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 a bit tricky. So, like for instance, now I'm out. There, actually i wasn't rebelling about doing my eye exercise i was rebelling against doing the uh, website work okay <laughs> which i guess has less consequences to me but more consequences to our audience but <laughs> i'm so, sure they thank you for that yeah 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 yeah. so <laughs> so like for for instance i'm going to be doing some of my work on the road instead of like forcing myself chaining myself to a chair i'm going to be working on my phone and going out and maybe photographing while I, then I do an email and then take a photograph, something like that. Some way of not making it into such a drudgery mm-hmm. that I, I look at it as a sort of a ball and chain. So. Yeah.
0: It's a real, um, it's really the same as exercises for everyone is it? well or, or any sort of uh, task. I guess if you view it in a, in a negative light, then you're just not going to want to do it. You have to enjoy right. what you're doing and, And I guess with the exercises, initially, people do it out of fear. They're afraid they're going to lose their vision. Right. And then maybe after a couple of months of doing the exercises, that fear goes away. Um, But their vision still isn't where they want it to be. Right. Um, And so, you know, that that interest, that doing it because you enjoy doing the exercises Mm -hmm. just isn't there. And then you procrastinate and and lose the ability to, to do the exercises before... Mm-hmm. the benefits kick in
1: yeah and then you can convince yourself that the exercises don't work or you know like there's lots of sort of mental things that then follow on that so yeah yeah so um so anyway that was the the pattern i did i noticed this week and it did as i say i think i've actually gotten so i'm pretty regular at the eye exercises and i'm not rebelling against that for some reason excellent um that's yeah, good because
0: you're teaching people around the world to do it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah So, um, and that's, uh, well, and actually the Skype, Skyping with my friend in the Mm -hmm. morning really has helped. Excellent. Yeah. It's not just me sitting, you know, in a room alone doing those exercises anymore. It's something, it really helps me to have someone else to connect with that way.
0: Yeah. I think we, we covered this quite a few podcasts back, but we talked about networking and, uh, Mm -hmm.
1: and having somebody
0: there having a support Mm -hmm. network, another, human being that you can talk to and um, join you on your journey yeah. or whatever it is that you're doing it's important
1: yeah and then I started using Skype maybe a month and a half ago or so mm-hmm. and it's continued to work uh, just for for both of us the that my friend and I are both we have to get up we have to be there at the at the computer terminal-hmm so yeah. yeah it's been working so the other the only other thing I was going to report on this week was sort of a funny aspect that I thought maybe our uh, listeners would encounter once their vision starts improving mm-hmm. so i was i've been walking around and as i said doing a lot of palming and
0: you've been walking around and palming <laughs> that's fantastic yeah how how explain a little bit more on that
1: okay that was my grammar that was my american grammar going and getting the best of me oh i've been doing all this palming oh okay sorry
0: I, I thought you were really <laughs> integrating the eye exercises
1: into your life Ooh, now that, that would be entertaining, palming especially, and- especially since I live on a hill that's about 45 degrees. So it'd <laughs> be really interesting. Um, no. Okay. So I've been doing all this palming mm-hmm. and I've started to notice, uh, well, tooth qualities is just from the palming is um, my left eye engaging more. I can actually feel my left eye engaging more Excellent. just from palming, which is mm-hmm. interesting to me. Well, I do other things, but that's predominantly what I'm doing right now. Mm hmm and um, and then a little boost in clarity I've noticed as well when i the walking around part is when I'm out walking around, okay, I notice it. I guess that's true. I don't pay as much attention in my own home now I think about it. Hmm. It's when I get out and start looking at things that I notice that shift Excellent. but the th- the part that's funny is I was talking to my neighbor uh about how stuff that we're cooperating on, and I noticed this that I'm looking at her face and so captivated by the clarity of my vision that I can barely listen to what she says. <laughs> it just struck me as funny as like, it's like, uh, I'm just absorbed in looking. And, uh, it was a funny moment to think that yeah. people could be stuck like that, you know?
0: That's, that's funny. Cause you've just reminded me of, um, maybe six, seven months ago. Um, I talked About how I was having a conversation with someone in a coffee shop. Yeah. And people, it was in downtown San Francisco, very busy. And there Mm -hmm. was people um, in my periphery walking up and down. And I wasn't used to seeing movement in that part of my periphery. Right. And it's just so difficult to try and concentrate on what somebody's saying.
1: Yeah. You feel like such a geek. Like, (laughs) I'm not even listening to you. I'm just... I'm looking at the clarity of your eyebrow right now. And she's talking to me. And, <laughs> and at the same
0: time, you don't want to stop, right? Because you, no. want, to, you want to hold on and, uh, and, you know, try and make it better. See if you can see more clarity.
1: Right. Yeah. So um, anyway, that, I thought that I'd share that because other people might have similar experiences. <laughs> yeah. So how was your week?
0: Yeah, good. Um, certainly a, a lot to report on this week. Um, mm. so I can't fit it all in today, so I think I'm probably gonna save a little bit for um, for our coaching call that we've got on Monday. Right. Because um, that way people have to listen um, because they've actually paid to listen. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got no choice. So uh, I thought I'd save a lot of it for them, but I'm just gonna choose one main event, I guess, that, that happened right. this week. And uh, it was one of the very rare occasions that I, I was working uh, down at the school and uh, the rare occasion was that I actually had time to talk uh, with Mia Schneider. Uh-huh. we normally so busy, you know, all going in, in different directions. And um, one of my questions, you sort of have to have all these questions on, oh, yeah. on the tip of your brain um, to make sure you can get them out quick enough to get your answer. And uh, this week I really noticed um, that I was engaging a lot more with the blur in my periphery. Okay. Something that was static or wasn't there, and now it's sort of more, um, I could make out shapes and, and stuff, as right. everybody knows I've been talking about. Anyway, if anybody knows what it's like to overcome blindness, it's Mia Schneider. Yeah, right. right. That's was, good. Was yeah. blind as a child and now drives a car in California. So I, I thought I would test and see if what I thought I was seeing was, is genuine or not. Um So I asked him, I said, so when you started overcoming your blindness, he must have thought this was a... Pretty strange uh, question all of a sudden. <laughs> um, and I'm sure it, I remember it being in his book, but I wanted to hear directly yeah. from him. I said, you know, what, what did you first start noticing? And he said the first thing he started noticing was light. And then um, oh, yeah. he, he also noticed that his eyes were hurting a lot for a while. And eventually that passed. Hmm. And then he started seeing uh, what I described as contrasts. Okay. Um, not even necessarily an object, because that means form or shape. Just right. an awareness of either a, a black or white. So uh, I was describing this to him, not the other way around. I was sort of, I was saying, so did you then notice sort of change in contrast and stuff? And he was like, yeah. And and then after that, you were able to sort of see an object, not necessarily know what that object was, but you kind of knew. It has form, yeah. 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 And he was like, yeah. And then I was like, and then as you continued, you were able to bring a bit more detail to it, the straight lines, height, size, and all all the rest Mm -hmm. of it. Um, And he said, yeah. So it really sort of um, confirmed for me that what I'm observing in my periphery is, you know, that blindness starting to recede and what the vision appearing that was never there before always is, is starting to return back mm-hmm. over something that wasn't there so uh yeah so we we then chatted for a little bit more about you know certain exercises and stuff that that really helped him and mm. and whatnot so um that was really good for me especially as i then did the peripheral vision test remember i said every year i, I test my right. periphery on that chart and my left had stayed the same but i actually noticed a slight improvement with my right eye wow which is my better eye and there was the test that i do i sort of mark um, markings on a piece of paper where i identify the letters or numbers and uh, on this page i was able to identify more and also i noticed i was returning to certain spots a lot more than others showing that i was really um seeing it wasn't a guess I really knew ah, that something was there right in my vision so um yeah it was nice so it sort of went from last week of well I did this test and I didn't quite get the results that want that I wanted and then this week I sort of finished the test and then got confirmation from the man himself Dr. Mia Schneider um that what I was actually experiencing my periphery was actually mm. vision waking up right so uh that was good and uh, a couple of
1: extra things or I'll, uh, I'll chat about on Monday. It does remind me though. And this is one thing I meant to talk about in terms of the seeing more clarity is though me seeing a little more clarity and you seeing those forms, they're too subtle in some, well, maybe not yours, but they're sort of subtle qualities that don't show up so easily on a test. Mm-hmm. So if you go to your oh, ophthalmologist yeah. office, you would still maybe test similarly mm-hmm. and that's the problem. And then you'd get discouraged and decide it's not working. Yeah, because those tests are not very subtle. They're no. Well, if I mean, if you
0: think of the difference of, say, for me, um, one thing I've noticed: if if I stand and I've got a bright window to my right. to my side, um, if I move my hand back and forth, I'm able to notice movement of my hand. Right. Now, if I go, if I want to get a peripheral vision field test, it's a tiny little light. Yep. That's like the size of a size of a pin brick. Right, goes um, on once. Yeah, for like a for a second, like yeah, a millisecond, and then oh no, yeah, no, we obviously yeah. can't see that. Yeah, so um, you yeah. know, you just can't you can't compare. Yeah, the two. Yeah. No, I agree, and I'm glad you pointed that out. Yeah, the only other thing this week, I guess, uh, is that I was very lucky. My sister sent me a, a present through the post, and uh, it's funny because we were also talking about trying to create our own uh, t-shirts and tops, right. and uh, she sent me a top that says. Keep calm and envision
1: self healing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and those of you that uh, don't quite understand what that is—that's—I didn't. Don't believe. Well, <laughs> I, I'm out of the loop. So go ahead. It's an old uh, English phrase during the ah. war. Of keep keep calm and carry on. You know. All st- right. Stip, stiff up, stiff up a lip and all yeah. that. Uh, anyway, my sister sent the T-shirt that obviously says "Keep calm and carry on, self healing." And uh, I thought, why don't you? Uh, Take a picture here, Richard, and we'll right. we'll stick it up on uh, on Facebook, and I'll pose right here.
1: All right, nice,
0: nice. Well, we we'll stick that up on the Facebook page, uh, our Facebook fan page. Just look for uh, Envision Self Healing, and uh, people will be able to see our our, our brand new T-shirt. Yeah, but keep keep calm with the envision- crown
1: with the crown on top, which <laughs> makes me feel very
0: colonial and oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry about that but, okay. uh, <laughs> but it works yeah so uh, anyway i have to uh have to thank my uh sister for that one and uh certainly enjoying getting some getting some good use out of it i think some people will find it quite funny during uh during our lectures and workshops yeah well do 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 wear it when you go home too so <laughs> okay great well it's a good time to move on to topic of the week
1: And the topic of the week this week is Overcoming Barriers to Natural Vision Improvement, Part 3. And we're going to be looking at uh, a lack of understanding and expecting a quick fix. And I guess you can kind of relate the first
0: one, the lack of understanding, to what we just talked about there of going to a doctor's office and uh, getting your peripheral field tested. Mm -hmm. Not Even though you've noticed improvements yourself, the test comes out. You know similar and if you have that lack of understanding of maybe how the eyes function or you know that there is a big difference between moving your whole arm Mm -hmm. against bright light in comparison to a tiny little low-level LED flashing in the middle of a doctor's office.
1: Yeah, I mean the unfortunate part other than uh, ourselves and a few other people in the world who would support those kind of observations the general uh, medical world wouldn't even look at those kinds mm-hmm. of things. So you really do have to be your own expert in some mm-hmm. ways. I mean, you have us as well. But that's why we encourage so much uh, for you to learn about your condition and to fully understand how it functions. And
0: I guess you could also compare it to the fact that the eye chart only goes to 2200.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Anything
0: above 2200 is... Legally blind, right?
1: Well, and then the other, well, I'm going to start complaining now, but the, there's also this, there's nothing on those charts between 2100 and 2200. Mm-hmm. So for me, I've made progress between 20, 2200 and 2100. I go to the doctor's office, no, nope, no progress. <laughs> <laughs> but wait a minute, what about 2160 or 2140 or <laughs> yeah. 2120? They don't exist. <laughs> so, um, yeah.
0: So certainly that that lack of understanding, um, you know, just the individual. Yeah. Vision needs individual testing and <laughs> to try and test ourselves against the norm, and then um, sort of then become very unmotivated, and mm-hmm. and uh, and then you get that spiral of procrastination, and then you have to build yeah, yeah. back up again. Um, can really come from a lack of understanding, and it could be even more difficult if you don't have the support there from somebody you know like ourselves mm-hmm. to point out. You know, maybe you don't have. You know, you won't, you don't notice. That In fact, you have improved if you look at it
1: this way Mm -hmm. instead of from another. Well, and I hate to bring up, we're not going to go specific here at all, but you were telling me a story today about going to a party and hearing a woman talk about her vision. Mm -hmm. And you and I were discussing that there's no way she understands what's happening in her vision. There's no way.
0: Yeah, to the point where, in theory, what she was describing she should have had no central vision whatsoever. Right. Um, but in fact, she had central vision. She was 20, you know, 400. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it wasn't great vision. But, you know, if if she knew that, so I, I said to her, well, can you see my face? And she said, yes. I said, well, then you have your central vision, something that her whole life she's believed she didn't even have the ability. Right. Uh, to see there. So certainly a lack of under yeah, standing there. And I guess
1: that's an extreme example of where a lack yeah. of understanding and being, she's been to a lot of doctors, but mm-hmm. what she describes just is impossible. Yeah. So, and it's leading to all of these habits and stuff that uh, it's amazing, but how far it can lead you astray, basically. And I guess it points out that we only know what we're
0: told. Right. Really, and, and what we experience ourselves. So, you know, if if somebody tells us, where well, you have no central vision, then... You believe it, you yeah. Know, you believe yeah. It's a doctor, no for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also just, you yeah. know, in general, in society, um, you know, whatever we're believed. Let's mm-hmm. look at the um, glamour magazines, skinny wow. women walking around in these bikinis with these... Wait, wait, wait. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll cut that out. That, that's not... <laughs> um, and, you know, the the idea that this is what an attractive... You know, woman oh, yes. is to yeah. make people you know feel that they have to be that way. That's yeah, a that's true. Sort of a society mm-hmm. pressure. You know, let alone the fact that this woman's been you know airbrushed in Photoshop true. for the last six
1: hours. Right, she's been stretched or something in Photoshop. Yeah,
0: yeah, and they take all the blemishes away and they play with the lighting and, <laughs> yeah. and all the rest of it. They add in shading. Mm-hmm. Um Who was it? Was it you that was telling me that? Say you've got a, a male model standing there with his, his top off and his abs they sort of paint the shadows
1: yeah around well, the muscles to well, make it look more no they can actually not with photoshop and actual makeup and That's stuff it, they yeah, do yeah yeah actual makeup so
0: um so that you know we we really only know what we believe and yeah. and if you're at a party and and you say to someone oh i i saw this thing on vision improvement the other day on the internet and they mm-hmm. go oh no I, my auntie did that once and yeah. it doesn't work so Yeah. And you obviously, you know, you, you believe it yeah. um, and you only know what you're told. But I think on a, on a grander scale for this, we also mean in relation to the exercises right. and vision improvement itself. You know, if we don't understand how these eye exercises are actually improving our vision, um, well, we don't know that they're, you know, unless you're seeing it directly, um, you know, how do we know they're improving our vision or not?
1: Yeah, and even in that in that cocktail party scenario, like if you, if you said I'm doing eye exercises and I'm seeing improvements, oh, those don't work. I say, well, you know, there's the ciliary muscles around <laughs> the lens, and I'm exercising those, and you you, know, you could actually sit there and deflate there. You know, they don't work because yeah. they're actually saying that they have no idea what they're saying. Well,
0: and of course, they've only heard that information from someone else, right? Who also, also. and
1: all that's all that person said is they don't <laughs> yeah. work. Yeah.
0: It's like Chinese whispers. Yeah. So, um, so if, you know, you, you can also, I mean, you could be that person yeah. that says, well, actually, no, if you just think about it on a real basic yeah. principle, if you relax the ciliary muscle, then the muscle relaxes and then you're able to see in the distance again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then that person's like, oh. And then they, then the, <laughs> they repeat that somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It goes off somewhere else. Yeah. So, um, certainly if you don't have that <laughs> understanding and it could be easy to lose motivation it also might drive you to spend a bit more time doing the exercises mm-hmm. because if you for example like um if you do the sunning exercise for 15 minutes and you look around you and everything everything seems crisper and clearer and there's mm-hmm. better color contrast where well, you know that the sunlight activates the cone cells mm-hmm. that's what's helping you improve so you're going to do that again because mm-hmm. you saw that immediate improvement and you understand why that actually helped your vision yeah. in the first place. So then the second thing is expecting a quick fix. And um, we're all guilty of this. Everyone yeah. would love a quick fix as, as much as you know we spend time doing these eye exercises. Don't get me wrong, I would much rather do the peripheral vision exercise once. And then get rid of my LP completely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, there's the other side of it on where you know it, it's not just an exercise thing; it's also in a lifestyle thing that I've been introduced to, mm-hmm. such as eating healthy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my whole perspective on life is is different through having to look at self healing. Yeah. Um, through doing this, but certainly that that quick fix we. We come across quite regularly, don't we? Yeah. Well,
1: when you think about it, it's like, what, RP is in your family, so mm-hmm. let's just give it a, a sort of a lineage. It's got generations of, of development through your family and coming up to you, and it's a lifetime thing. Mm-hmm. So why would you expect it to go away in a few weeks? It makes no sense. And even yeah. like myopia... Is developed over you know from age let's say age four or five mm-hmm. through 20 and you've you, by looking close for 15 maybe more years mm-hmm. you've developed an elongated eyeball it took you 15 years to elongate that eyeball now we again we expect i'm going to go out and do a few exercises and get rid of my glasses and, you know in in even a month is is, <laughs> is, is uh is is hard to believe so yeah. it's not as uh not as long as what I'm saying. You don't have to spend generations getting rid of RP. You don't have to spend 20 years getting rid of your myopia. But you're up against something that has a lot of momentum mm-hmm. behind it. So we have to be realistic about it.
0: Yeah, I guess that ties in a little bit what we've talked before about setting realistic goals. Mm-hmm. But in particular here, um, you know, we it, there seems to be it's great that with the Internet, there's all this great new information out there. Um, but I guess we're in this, this society now where people would rather try 20 different things for a yeah. couple of times a week. You're right. Um, and then either to, to, you know, sometimes people want to disprove something before they've even started, you know, some people might read about eye exercises, um, and want to do it, but in fact they would rather disprove Oh, I did them for two weeks. They don't work. So I don't have to spend that time doing those eye exercises I again.
1: think you're right. There's sort of an underground motivation of they want the quick fix. So they'll mm-hmm. look at something that isn't and they try and disprove it just because it's not a quick fix yeah. to a certain degree. Yeah. And it's like,
0: oh, it didn't work. Move on. Next, yeah. next thing. And then they run another, you know, vision yeah. website or, um, you know, some other nutrition or pills or, um, you know, people are just moving Moving from place to place, trying to find this this quick, this quick yeah, fix. and
1: it fits in with our you know the technological where we are in technology. We get we've gotten used to technology or medical science fixing things quickly. Mm-hmm. It's just, we've become accustomed to it. Well, I mean, so. look at
0: LASIK, right? Even even though there's, I mean, I guess people don't know the downsides. Some a lot of right. people I've been speaking to about LASIK, they're not actually getting the full story right before they get it done. Um, But, you know, you pay a couple of thousand dollars, three, four thousand dollars per eye. You lie in a chair for 15 minutes. Yeah. And, uh, and you're done. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're on your merry way. So why, you know, why spend a year or two doing eye exercises when in 15 minutes? Right. Um, you could have a similar effect. Of course, what they're doing is they aren't treating the condition. They're just masking it. They're just all these, you know, con- treating a bad back with painkillers, you know. Or fusing your spine or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, the the cause isn't going away, the condition isn't going away. It's right. Sort of a temporary fix almost. Yeah. Um but it's I think it's certainly something larger going on here, this this expectation of a quick fix. And the reason why I say that is today in the news they announced that they've done a, a new global study and more people are dying from obesity than they are of malnutrition. Whoa. Yeah. So a complete yeah side now of wow. people didn't have enough food. And now it's not even that people have too much food. They're just eating junk food. Right. And more people are dying from obesity, obesity than, than malnutrition, than malnutrition wow. in the millions. Wow. So there's an attitude here. There's there's something. Yeah. There's something more. There's something more than... I exercise exercises. There's something more than yeah exercise. There's we've seem to have developed a, a mentality here. Yeah, if it's not you know given to us, why why do it? Or even I'll try it for a couple of weeks. I'll I'll try the Atkins diet. I'll try the Mediterranean diet. I'll try raw. You know, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work. So then I go back to my old ways. Yeah, because I proved it. I proved it wrong. They said I would lose weight. I didn't. So I don't ever have
1: to do that again. And this gets a little bit to the way we present ourselves and we, we take some pride in presenting ourselves as not the quick fix because there's a lot mm-hmm. of vision improvement stuff out there that that still plays into that that uh, kind of a mythology really mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, get twenty twenty vision in, yeah. I don't know, 20 days it's, or whatever.
0: It's also just sales as well, I think. Yeah. If, if you think about it, you, you have to promise these sort of things. Yeah. Um, I, you know, let's think of something like a car. Um, you know, if you think of the little slogans they put, you know, like the ride of your life, or some sort of a, yeah. you know, they guarantee you something. I guess otherwise, why would you buy it, right? And our method um, is a lot more, you know, just our tagline: improve your eyesight and quality of life. You know, we're not just saying get 20/20 vision. Yeah, you know, it's actually improve yeah your quality of, you know, of life too, and moving towards something, and that it isn't just a quick fix but um it's certainly a a fascinating topic and i can really see us
1: yeah having to challenge it yeah we are a little on the outside on that because everybody else seems to want to buy into that and we Mm -hmm. we've resisted doing that and it's the it's it is the basis of self-healing too that's why we use that word as well because it's going back to letting your body heal itself Mm -hmm. by returning it to its sort of its natural state rather than you know attacking it with some sort of Uh, Fix basically so
0: okay great. Well, it's a good time to move on to question of the week
1: And the question of the week this week comes from YouTube and it's someone who is obviously spending a lot of time on the computer and wondering whether this is going to have Negative results both he said both short-term or long-term
0: and this is kind of funny because we just spent the last Couple of weeks um, planning a, a new lecture series right. that we're going to be doing here in in San Francisco and online, um, which is focusing a lot more on uh, computer use and using the computer safely and right. avoiding all this all the the bad side. That
1: and we did just release a product that is downloadable onto your computer, so we're <laughs> not we're not anti-computer, obviously. No, and.
0: Uh, Richard and I will be the first ones to admit that we are Apple geeks. We are um, as much as much as we want to uh, be. And um, so it was interesting that this this email came through, uh, or comment rather, on on YouTube. And I guess it's the same as just looking from near, not necessarily just
1: the computer. Yeah, yeah. That's the first. That's the most obvious part about this is that looking at your computer, you're at you know, on my average, I guess, 18 inches or something, mm-hmm. which is about the same. Well, that's just reading distance, really. So you're just doing the same as someone if they read books. Think about that. Somebody would write in and say, if I read books 10 hours a day, will it hurt my vision? <laughs> it's interesting to think about that. It could have happened, you know, 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. And we would have said, yeah, it will. It'll make you uh, nearsighted to do that, especially mm-hmm. as, at, at a younger age when the eye, when the eyeball is still forming up until age 20, mm-hmm. then that kind of activity definitely will make you nearsighted.
0: Yeah. The individual that uh, made the comment said that, uh, they were 19 Oh, and, um, probably about eight hours a day. They said they were on the computer. Oof. Yeah. So, um, you know, just inside that bracket there, but even if somebody's outside 21 by working from near all the time, then that muscle is becoming stiff and weak. Right. So it, you actually are making yourself, sounds crazy, you're making yourself nearsighted. Right. By it's doing
1: just, that. Yeah, it's just function, I mean, form following function. Mm-hmm. So if your function is to look at things all day from close, that's what your eyes will adapt themselves to doing, which is, well, and then the natural functions of your eyes that looked into the distance will start to atrophy or, or become more difficult, so...
0: So certainly there's there's other things out there about um, the flashing on the screen and the right. brightness of the screen. Um, also, for us, there's things like staring at the computer. You tend to stare a lot more right. and blink less. So dry eyes, sore mm-hmm. eyes, things like that. Yeah. Um, and then we also tense up our shoulders and neck a lot more. So right. then,
1: you know, we've got some, some issues with that. Blood um, flow, lack of blood. You're cutting uh-huh. off blood flow. It's all bad. The, the, the lack of blinking is cutting off, is uh, reducing the sort of circulatory part of your eyes as well mm-hmm. and and then of course it leads to
0: headaches more more often than not yeah um, from the strain and the, the shoulders neck head and also you know the staring and not blinking it's it's really an unnatural
1: ah, and let's state to be in let's add in they're not getting natural light they're not they're oh, not right, outside for that those hours getting some natural light to their eyes. So uh, aside from all of those things it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's, yeah, go for it. <laughs> and we we will be covering this
0: obviously um in a lot more detail because this seems to be something that that keeps returning to us and a lot of people really mm. want to know a lot more information on on what they can do about this and and we obviously Richard and I you know use the computers right. uh, ourselves and, and having an internet business like we do then you know, obviously we're having to spend long hours um, at certain times. So we're not saying don't use them, um, but just be
1: aware that there are these issues and then you want to start looking
0: for solutions. Ah, I'm,
1: I'm staring at one now, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in my, in my office right now mm-hmm. and I, I've just set up this office somewhat recently and there's my computer screen and a window just beyond it. So I can turn and look out and I even designed my landscape so that I, I I could have grown bushes, you know, between about 12 feet out from the window, Mm -hmm. but I decided, no, I want to be able to look further. So there are, there's things like that you can do to, so that you can look away from the computer screen and look into the distance. If there's anything you can do like that.
0: Yeah, and certainly just taking regular breaks as well, just getting out, going outside. I know it can be a lot, a lot difficult for a lot more people, mm-hmm. um, but just get, just getting away um, and just like you say, looking into the distance obviously helps You know, battle the looking from near all the time. It makes sense just to try and do the opposite. So there's certainly plenty of things that you can do in order to help overcome computer strain and uh, we'll certainly be covering them a lot more in a lot more detail in the future. Okay, great. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. If you'd like to find a little bit more information about how you can start improving your eyesight, then head over to our website at envisionselfhealing.com. You can also find yourself a free ebook over there called A Modern Day Guide for Improving Eyesight, where we talk a lot more about the basics of vision improvement and indeed how society and our lifestyles are starting to affect our vision and how easy it is for us to start doing some simple exercises to start getting back out of that and start improving your vision. If you're watching us on YouTube then you could subscribe to us there or if you're listening on iTunes then you could also subscribe to us and it means that you will get one of these weekly podcasts every week. You can also follow Richard and I on Twitter and indeed check out our Facebook fan page where you'll be able to see the uh, some of the pictures that we've just put up there and indeed the picture of the Envision self-healing t-shirt uh, that my sister got us. So uh, we're pretty, pretty pleased about that. So head over to the website and you can check that out now. Okay, great. Well, good luck with your exercises this week and happy healing. And have a good week.